Welcome to Escape the Rat Race with me, Lisa Staker, the rebellious coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the nine to five to pursue a life of freedom, purpose and fulfillment running your own business. Whether you're feeling stuck in your current career or have always dreamed of starting your own business but been too scared to do so, this podcast is here to provide you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. Today, we're taking a deep dive into a topic that affects so many of us at one point or another in our lives, imposter syndrome. I'd also like to cover how this differs from just pure lack of confidence. So what is imposter syndrome and how does it differ from lack of confidence? Well, imposter syndrome is a nagging feeling that you're not capable as others perceive you to be. That your achievements are just down to luck and sooner or later you'll be exposed as a fraud. It's a persistent self-doubt that holds you back from achieving your full potential. So isn't this just an extreme form of lack of confidence? Or maybe not. Firstly, imposter syndrome goes beyond this mere lack of self-confidence. It's a deep-seated belief that you don't deserve your achievements, despite what everyone else says to the contrary. It's a sense that you're an imposter in your own life, constantly doubting your own abilities. Secondly, a lack of confidence is a more general sense of insecurity. Imposter syndrome tends to be for specific areas of our life. You might find it turns up at work or when you're doing a particular hobby. You might feel perfectly confident in one domain, but you struggle with your feelings of fraud, you know, that you're fraud in others. Thirdly, imposter syndrome is often linked to a reliance on external validation. Those who experience it constantly seek approval and affirmation from others to counteract their self-doubt. It's less common for individuals who just have a, sat, a kind of a lack of confidence to need this reassurance. Before we look at where imposter syndrome comes from, I'd like to introduce you to the concept of beliefs. A belief is a mental attitude or conviction that something is true, real or exists. Beliefs are the ideas and convictions we hold about the world, ourselves and others and various aspects of our life. And they can come from many different areas. We have our core beliefs, and these are the fundamental beliefs that shape our identity. They often are deep-seated convictions about who we are, what we value, and what we believe to be true. For example, a core belief might be, I'm a good person, or hard work leads to success. There's our religious beliefs, so these are about our faith and spiritual convictions and they're often related to the kind of existence of a higher power a moral code and different religions have will have different sets of beliefs there's cultural beliefs and these are the ones that kind of that include our traditions and customs and values uh, they shape one's identity and sense of belonging and they may differ from where we live or where we um, grew up and then there's political beliefs. Now, these are the convictions about the government, social structures, ideologies, um, the beliefs in democracy, human rights, etc. There's the scientific beliefs. And these are the ones that way we look at our beliefs based on scientific evidence and understanding the natural world and physical phenomenon. You have a personal beliefs, and these are the ones where they pertain to one's personal preferences and options. They would encompass a wide range of topics, from food preferences to um, aesthetic tastes. 
And then there's the social beliefs. These are the beliefs that how one interacts with others or norms of society, uh, what the etiquette, social roles and appropriate behaviour. And again, these can kind of vary from uh, which country you live in and which areas you live in. Now, beliefs can vary greatly from one person to another, and they influence our thoughts, emotions and actions. Beliefs can be conscious or subconscious, and they often guide us in our decision making, behaviours and attitudes. Now, it's important to recognise that beliefs are not always based on objectivity or reality or facts, and they can be influenced by um, our kind of experiences, our biases and our emotions. And as a result, people may hold or even have contradictory beliefs, but they lead to a diverse perspectives and worldviews. So how does this impact imposter syndrome? Well, when you look at imposter syndrome, you can see there is lots of beliefs that underlie it. You may have a belief in perfectionism. If you hold the belief that you must be perfect in everything you do, you're much more likely to experience imposter syndrome when you inevitably fall short of these unrealistic standards. The belief that anything less than perfection is a failure can lead to constant self-doubt and anxiety. You can have a belief in inadequacy. Individuals with imposter syndrome often hold a deep-seated belief that they're inherently inadequate or not as competent as others. This belief can lead to a persistent feeling that you're fraud and unworthy of your achievements. Now, this can come from lots of different places. Uh, and one that's kind of often seen is kind of in our early years, in our childhood, where our upbringing can play a significant role in developing our imposter syndrome. Children who receive messages that, are, that their accomplishments are not good enough or constantly compared to others may be more prone to this imposter feelings in adulthood. Comparison beliefs. Believing that you must measure up to others or constantly compare yourself to more accomplished peers can intensify your feelings of this imposter syndrome. Constantly comparing yourself to others can lead to this feelings of inferiority and self-doubt. For example, if you work in a really competitive environment or have very demanding work or a very high academic environment, this can kind of exaggerate this imposter syndrome feeling. When individuals that are around you um, are very high achieving peers and you're going to compare yourself to them unfavourably and feel like you're not supposed to be there. Then there's your beliefs about the reasons for your success. How can these actually, these can really contribute to your uh, imposter syndrome? You may think you've just had some luck, it's external factors, or other people have assisted you on the way of kind of getting to the position where you are. And this is makes you feel even more like a fraud. Then there's your own kind of self-worth beliefs. Um, these are ones where you may have a low self-esteem or have a negative view of yourself. And this means you're much more likely to kind of fall into this imposter syndrome trap where you struggle to kind of uh, accept your accomplishments and believe that you deserve them. Now, it may be down to a, a personality trait. Um, if you have a high level of kind of consciousness or anxiety, this can make you even more worried and you're going to have this constantly uh, worry about making mistakes or not being as, as good as others, which can kind of exaggerate this feeling of being an imposter. Then there's validation beliefs. Believing that your worth is only kind of there because when you receive kind of external validation, we spoke about this earlier, where you need that approval to kind of be um, successful. And if you don't get this approval, you feel like an imposter. So you're constantly seeking kind of feedback. And in this absence of having this feedback, you assume you shouldn't be there. Now, on top of this kind of all these kind of beliefs that can impact uh, whether or not you're going to kind of 
suffer from imposter syndrome. There was a couple of other ones that I'd like to just cover, and that is um, cultural factors, first of all. And this is where you may be in a culture where there's a uh, high success and achievement is expected from individuals. And if you don't live up to those, these can really impact your um, your own kind of self-worth and you'll, you impact and you'll get self-doubt. And if you're then put into a position where you may feel like an uh, imposter, it's kind of made worse. And then finally, no episode of Escape the Rat Race would be kind of complete without discussing fear of failure. Um, and this can be a real common component that you can kind of see in imposter syndrome. Uh, people with imposter feelings often worry that they're going to be exposed as frauds. And if they make a mistake or experience setbacks, there's, it's going to be made worse. So this kind of fear of failure is kind of ingrained within kind of the whole imposter syndrome. So you feel that you have imposter syndrome. So what do you do about it? Well, the good news is that the most important thing is that you're aware of it, because unless you're aware of it, you can't do anything about it. The next really important thing is to be compassionate to yourself and not beat yourself up about it. Most people will kind of feel this at some point in their lives. You're not unusual in doing that. And there are things that you can do to help yourself get out of it. The first thing to do is, and this is going back to kind of all the beliefs here, is to have a look at kind of the way that you view things and recognise that some of the beliefs that you have may not be actually true. Learn to acknowledge your strengths and achievements can be really helpful in kind of helping you overcome imposter syndrome. And seek an additional support, whether it's for mentors, peers or professionals such as a coach, can really kind of help you kind of get through this kind of imposter syndrome and kind of reframe the way that kind of your beliefs are to be able to kind of have a look at things so that kind of you can see the achievements that you have. And you will often kind of realise then that actually you are where you're supposed to be. Now, all of this takes time to work through. So what can you do kind of immediately now? Well, Let's first of all look at building your self-confidence. Now, we've spoken about kind of setting goals in previous episodes. Now, this is, can really help you kind of, kind of get more confident in things. Set yourself some achievable goals and work through them gradually and tick them off. And you can kind of say, actually, no, I am achieving things. And that can be really helpful for you. Focus on your strengths and acknowledge your achievements. So where you do do things, kind of just say, okay, that was really good. You know, shout about them. You know, it's absolutely fantastic to achieve things. And then challenge your negative self-talk and replace this with positive affirmations. Now, you might want to take this into kind of the, the world of kind of doing kind of affirmations each morning or just kind of when you find yourself saying something negative to yourself like, I can't do this kind of read kind of put it change it's kind of its head so it's like I this is I'm finding this quite hard but I'm getting through it or um I don't know how to chat to do this okay I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to find help kind of the, turn it kind of on its head that you do you know you may not know how to do something or you may kind of got so let's say I made a mistake here okay I made a mistake. What have I learned from this? Okay, I have learned that I now need to change the way I do things. And that's going to make me better at doing this in future. So there's lots of things there you can do to try and help build that confidence up. And it will take some time, but you can start today on doing that. And then how can you kind of address kind of the imposter syndrome part? Well, this is where you kind of need to develop your self-awareness, recognise when your experiences are said here. The, the first thing about kind of overcoming imposter syndrome is recognising it's there. 
share your feelings with someone you trust kind of talk it through they may you might find even as you're talking about it you think actually no I am quite good at what whether it's you've had a promotion at work and you you don't feel quite right in that position and then you talk it through with a colleague over lunch and then you as you say it you think actually no I can do this and that can really kind of help you um realize you know some of the things is just kind of negative self-talk kind of overtaking you keep a journal of your achievements to remind yourself of your capabilities sometimes we are the worst people in as much as we we only remember the negatives and it does take us to actually a conscious effort to remember the positive of things that have happened and what you actually achieved um you can always document can look at the last year and look at all the things that you've achieved in that time and you'll then say actually now, this is the reason why I use the example of a promotion. This is why I'm doing this. I'm I am worthy of this promotion. Or you've started a new business and you're feeling like an imposter when you're kind of looking at this and actually look at what you've achieved. You might have so you might have set up your business, launched the the product to the market, done all your mar- uh, marketing plans, done all your social media, all these sorts of things. Oh, let, let's say over the last six months but you still feel like an imposter. Kind of see how far you've come can really kind of help you kind of overcome things. And then finally, I I said this before, kind of seek professional help. Imposter syndrome can be complex. And if we can get ourselves over it, we can really kind of shine in this world. So look at it. It could be a coach. It could be a mentor to kind of help you through this. So in conclusion, imposter syndrome can be crippling. And it can stop you from achieving your dreams. So whether you're battling imposter syndrome or just trying to boost your confidence, the key is self-awareness and taking positive steps to counteract your self-doubt. Remember, it's okay to have moments of insecurity and don't let them define your life. Now that's it for today's episode of Escape the Rat Race. And if you need any help overcoming imposter syndrome or with building your confidence, do book a free session with me. There's a link in the show notes for you to do this and we can kind of start looking at why you're feeling this way and get some strategies in place to help you feel differently about yourself. Goodbye and see you next week. all for today's episode of escape the rat race i hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom purpose and fulfillment if you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favorite platform and if you have any questions comments or feedback feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast I'm your host, Lisa Staker. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.